Hey guys, welcome to Learn Feng Shui, where you'll learn Feng Shui from a classical point of view, taking out the myth and superstition. If you like weekly tips as well as fun folklore tales, you'll enjoy learning Feng Shui with me. Hey guys, as we get ready, gear up for the holidays and we're doing all that, I love to take a minute to just kind of help you guys de-stress, you know, get to thinking about some different things for the holiday season. So let's just um, have a relaxed session, talk a little bit about what you can do if you feel overwhelmed during this holiday season. As we go into the most yin or most inactive time of the year, I think it's an amazing time to start looking inwards. So I think we kind of start that here, especially in um, the United States. We're celebrating Thanksgiving, which really is a time of like gratitude and celebrating your family. And, you know, that can extend through the winter season. And we can think of it as a time of really reflecting inward and thinking about what we're truly grateful for. I know the past couple years have really been crazy and some people have been in just straight survival mode, but one gift I think that COVID has given us, it really is the ability to, to say no. And so we were saying no because, you know, we couldn't visit relatives last year. We were saying no because maybe we didn't really want to go out shopping with the crowds and stuff like that. And so we're saying no to being a consumer, saying no to family members that don't serve us, that we're just in these patterns and accustomed to just going through and because it's tradition, right? Let's, it's just time to make new traditions, like looking inward and looking about what we are truly, truly grateful for with our families, no matter what kind of family you have, you know, uh, maybe sometimes it's not your family you're born into, but more of the family that you make. So think of it that way and just think about, um, what you can do, you know, what you can do, um, during these times. Another thing I think people struggle with is the opposite problem. Like instead of having too many invites to too many relatives houses or having toxic relatives, they actually have no one because maybe they did have those toxic relatives and they cut them out of their lives. And so one thing I think I would encourage you to do is really be present for somebody this time of year. So if you know that somebody is alone and they're kind of struggling, like you know that they don't have family, maybe, you know, and, um, invite them over, like, or just go do like, you know, go drive around, look at Christmas lights and grab a cocoa with them or something. Um, have a movie night, you know, do something like that with somebody who is alone this holiday season. And you'll see when you start taking the focus off yourself and, we start thinking like, how can we serve these people that just need a friend? Then you'll, you'll also feel like you'll get that warmth. You'll get that friendship. You'll, and you'll also, um, you know, be the thing that you need. So maybe you need that and you reach out to another person that's alone this holiday season. So don't be afraid to also reach out. Remember sometimes we're the one that gets invited and we sit and we wait for the invitations and we wait for people to tell us it's okay and they accept us when in reality everyone's insecure and they feel the same way and everybody just needs somebody and they need love so if you feel like you connect with a friend a co-worker or you know somebody that you it's just an acquaintance but you're like hey i know that person's alone too reach out to them and take that step um to just make that connection with somebody this holiday season Consider some non-traditional holiday decorations also. 
Um, so I saw a lady on TikTok the other day saying that she wanted to do Yule decorations instead of traditional Christmas decorations. And, it, you know, honestly, we do a lot of that anyway when we bring those natural touches inside. I mean, literally our pine tree is from that custom, right? Of celebrating the, the seasons and everything. And so just bringing natural touches in like pine branches, um, uh, natural touches like animals. Um, maybe you find antler shed, which is, you know, shed antlers from the deer. Um, a lot of people like to decorate with that around the holiday season, but also the literal, like, you know, iconography of that animal. So, um, instead of having regular Christmas bulbs on your tree, maybe you put one with like little animal heads or, um, you know, I like the, the, the deer, the stag to decorate with. So think of some um, touches like that. Also like pine cones or uh, mistletoe, anything that kind of grows and blossoms in the winter. And uh, check out that Folklore Friday segment below for some more um, ideas on that one. Um, another idea is kind of some of those different customs um, that are super easy to incorporate that people might not, you know, pick up on if you don't overtly want to be like you know, decorate pagan, you know, in a pagan style or have an altar up and stuff like that. But one thing to consider is those cinnamon brooms they sell at the store around the holiday season. So here in the South, the fall is synonymous with the cinnamon broom. If you go to any store in the floral department, I mean, even the dollar store has them, you walk in and you notice it smells like cinnamons. Well, that's because those cinnamon brooms always come out about this time of year. Um, and in, the tradition you can hang the cinnamon broom on your door and not only does is it very welcoming it smells good and you can spruce it up with different florals um it's also said to bring in like welcome and prosperity and scare away like um, negative spirits from your home it's said that if a negative spirit follows you that it'll be stuck counting the bristles on the broom and will not be able to enter your home so that's another idea Again, going into this most yin time of year, it's literally represented by the element of water. With all the metal that we have in for the year and the month, it's just producing an overabundance of water. And it could be emotions and feeling overwhelmed and depression. And so one thing I would encourage you to do if you're feeling that is really to go inward and really um, feed yourself spiritually. And so um, you can literally... Um, use a fire pit, you can use a fireplace, or you can light some candles and stuff like that to represent the element of fire. But you're going to get the most from the literal action of what fire represents, which is spiritual spirituality and the divine feminine. And so you don't actually have to be you know, a woman to identify with a feminine energy. Um, and so everything you think of with the feminine energy, you can kind of meditate on, think about um, for this upcoming period that it, it's, you know, literally this changing and shift in energies occurring as we go into a different period of time, according to the Chinese metaphysics cycle. And so this period of nine, a period of spirituality, fire and women is something amazing to kind of contemplate and think about this month. So I would also encourage you to go to do that inner work and, um, take comfort in that um, spirituality. If you're starting to feel overwhelmed and anxious and stuff like that. Today's Folklore Friday is about the three friends of winter. This audio is actually saved from a segment I did last winter, so the audio quality is a little bit different. 
So the Three Friends of Winter, what is it? So the Three Friends of Winter, according to Wikipedia, is an art motif that comprises of pine, bamboo, and plum. That's right, guys. The Three Friends of Winter is actually just these uh, Chinese symbols of these, um, you know, plants that are actually strongest in the winter. So these are actually just symbols. So it says here, the Chinese celebrate the pine, bamboo, and plum together as they observe that these plants do not wither as the cold days deepen into the winter season, unlike many other plants. Known by the Chinese as the Three Friends of Winter, they later entered the conventions of the East Asian culture. Together, they symbolize steadfastness, perseverance, and resilience, and they are highly regarded in Confucianism and represent the scholar and gentleman ideal. From fengshui.com, there's a lovely article here, and it states that this trio of plants is grouped together as three friends of winter because how well they stand up in the harsh winter seasons and sometimes even thrive. While other plants will succumb to their environment, these three plants, of course, do not. And, you know, of course, if you've ever had an evergreen, um, then you'll know that those don't wither really. You know, the needles just fall off every so often. Um, the plums, of course, flourish and bloom in the wintertime. And I wasn't, I didn't know about the bamboo. That's really a new one to me. It says, well, the three plants have their own symbolism as a whole and a threesome. They represent friendship, nobility, strength, and rising above adversity and resilience. So again, still from fengshui.com, it states here that the legend of the plum blossoms is that during ancient times, the plant gained a reputation of the flower that welcomes in spring as it flowers magnificently during the transition period from winter to spring. As the Chinese New Year also marks the beginning of spring, the plant holds a particular significance in the culture. It says here that the five petals of the flowers are also believed to carry five different blessings longevity, wealth, health, virtue, and peaceful and a natural death. When placed alone, bamboo represents a variety of different things to Asian cultures. Um, so it says spotted bamboo actually represents love and fidelity. The spiny bamboo is related to luck of old age, but when it's depicted with plums, it actually means marital bliss. And one of the reasons for this is because um, when you are applying feng shui in a home, you have an area of your home or an area of your natal chart that is specific to you that is called your peach blossom. I mean, it doesn't have nothing to do with the plum, but the peach blossom actually represents um, desire and you know people finding you attractive, you being likable, maybe charismatic. And when you're trying to um, attract love or attract you know your partner to you things like that you can activate an area in your home that's associated with this quote-unquote peach blossom and um, the way you do this is you can actually get a tall column of water and you can place bamboo inside of it um, it does have to be enough water to activate the area you can't place a tiny vase of bamboo in your in your home and think that it's going to activate this for you so it actually has to be a pretty large column of water um, or just a open water but when you place plants inside of it it actually is said to activate what is called the peach blossom which actually you know is represented by wood and and water the evergreen tree, the pine tree, is a, a lot of times depicted in these quote-unquote feng shui paintings or symbolism in feng shui because it's the reputation of um, being the elder of the forest. If you know pine trees, they rarely die. I mean, they're really resilient. Of course, they thrive in the winter, and one of the reasons they are a symbol for Christmas. And um, 
They're known as the grandfather of the woods and they are a symbol for longevity and inner strength. It says here, while other flowers and plants that come to the harsh winter cold, the pine trees continue to hold strong and have been documented to thrive. With credible medicinal properties and traditional Chinese medicine, the tree only beefs up its reputation for good health, youthfulness, and strength from within. Alright guys, so I thought this was only fitting as we go into our holiday season and of course we're probably decorating and stuff like that now and um, that pine tree is of course, you know, included in our holiday decorating. So throw, perhaps you want to throw some sugared plums on the tree or something like that just as a little symbol of, you know, that perseverance, that inner strength. If you have some bamboo, tie a ribbon around it and <laughs> decorate it for Christmas. <laughs> so I just thought... Uh, what a fitting symbol to end our year on. It, I know it's been a tough year globally for pretty much everybody. And um, as we go up to the new year, you know, let's just keep that in our strength and focus on, you know, that resilience and that perseverance. So I hope you guys have a great holiday season and I'll catch you guys on the next episode. To learn more about Feng Shui and Chinese metaphysics, don't forget to go to my website at fengshuibycandice.com and also to check out that date selection of subscription if you are interested. If you'd like to support the podcast in other ways, be sure to leave a review and share it with your family and friends.